1: What's up, everybody? You are watching slash listening to the Command Zone podcast, and it is time for Commander 2019. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong.
2: How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. We've got some very special episodes here for you for the next four days. Or I guess the next three days, if you count today. Anyway, four of these in a row, because we're going to be talking about the full decks for Commander 2019. Wizards has given us the awesome responsibility to sort of fill out what the other cards in the deck are. So content creators all out there across the Magic Sphere, they've been previewing cards today for the Morph Soltai deck.
1: Yeah. It's it's called Faceless Menace. Make sure you also look them up online. I believe you can find a compendium of where everyone is uh, previewing their cards on the Wizards website as well. This is a fun one.
2: Yeah, this is a really cool deck. So we're going to be filling out, talking about the other cards, the other reprints that are included because, you know, they've uh, spoiled maybe like 20, 25 of the cards. There's still a bunch left. But before we get into that, you're going to want these Commander 2019 decks. You're probably going to want most of them, all of them. I get all of them. What do you get? I get all of them. Yeah, so if you want (laughs) to get one or all or a couple go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. If you use that affiliate link when you order all of your Magic products, singles, anything at all, you're supporting this
1: show, game nights, all of our content. And Ultra Pro, our second sponsor for the show, it's Commander 2019 time, so they have tons of theme playmats, deck boxes, and sleeves for these decks. So if you really want to go for the full experience, I usually just build the decks, sleeve them up, and leave them be. So if anyone wants to play the set as it was created to be played against each other, I whip them all out, and we're ready to go. Yeah,
2: so definitely by supporting Ultra Pro, you're also supporting our content. And the final way to support us mm-hmm. is patreon.com slash command zone. Yes. You can contribute directly. In fact, we call out one lucky patron every single episode. And even though this is a mini episode, we're still going to do it. This, this episode
1: is dedicated to... Zachary Ruth. Ruth. Zachary. You rock. All right, let's get right into it. This is the Saltai deck. It is called Faceless Menace, and it's it's called that because it's a morph-themed deck. The morphs Morph are faceless. Themed. Morph-themed deck. <laughs> morph-themed deck. That is hard. Say that five times Morph-themed... Fast. Uh, I don't even try.
2: <laughs> Didn't even make it through one. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even make it. <laughs> so, again, we're just going to be talking mostly about the remainder of the deck that hasn't been spoiled up to this point. Go to the Mothership to find out what has been spoiled. However... We got to talk about the lead singer, which is Kadena, the Slinking Sorcerer, because all of the cards in this deck are kind of, you need, you need that context to understand like why they're in there and
1: why they're good. Do you want to read it? Yeah. So Kadena, Slinking Sorcerer, is one black, green, and blue for a 3-3 legendary creature Naga Wizard. Naga fans rejoice. The first face-down creature you cast each turn costs three generic mana less to cast. Whenever a face-down creature enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. So
2: morphs, uh, your first morph is free and then any morph you play, not just the first one, draws you a card. So morphs a big theme of this deck. As you've been looking at the spoilers, as as they've come out, there's a bunch of new morphs and things like that. Yep. Let's talk about oh, I want to do a disclaimer really quickly here. We are going to if we do mention cards that um, were already spoiled, we'll try and mention who spoiled them. We don't always know because we're recording these pretty far out uh so we apologize if we don't cite the sources we will do our best
1: um you can help us in the comments by doing it as well instead oh. of yelling at us help us out and help <laughs> other people out find those content creators uh, and one other thing we've gotten a chance to play
2: the decks yes. uh quite a bit in fact we spent what it was a couple days ago just sat down for a few hours and just played them against each other like four or five rounds yep got they're got all really fun this one is cool okay uh you want to start out with the G, 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 G. Stats.
1: We have a lot of stats coming at you, and this is the pattern we're going to be doing these in episodes for for the next three, I guess, yeah. Uh, so 17 brand new cards in this commander deck, and there are 83 reprints. Now 15 of those are basic lands, so 68 total reprints. Uh, and That we'll also, aren't basic lands, that yeah. aren't basic lands, yeah. And we're going to talk about the value of those reprints as well. Um, as far as this deck is concerned, it's green, black, and blue. There's going to be 11 ramp spells you're going to find in this deck, eight card draw spells, four board wipes or board wipe-esque effects, 12 forms of targeted removal, and the most important part for Kadena, 22 morphs or cards that create slash interact with face-down creatures, like Manifesting is one of them uh, as a way to get cards onto the battlefield face-down. That's also going to draw your cards off of Kadena. And nine cards that are synergistic cards that care about morphs, benefit face-down creatures, or work well with them. So
2: I like the stats on this deck a lot. The ramp looks great 11 ramp cards the the card draws you know we like to say 10 card draw spells there's 8 but the commander itself draws cards yes very uh, important board wipes we like around 5 there's 4 that's great targeted removal holy cow there's yeah. 12 targeted you're going to be able to interact with your opponents a lot the, the i i think the stats tell you that this deck is well pretty well tuned just coming out the box
1: yeah, and not just that; it's going to play really well with the other decks. Having targeted removal, I think, in like smaller, you know, more controlled environments like this, if you're playing the precons against each other, is going to help out a lot. So this deck, I out of the box, and we can attest to this as we've played it both. It performs great. Yeah, I would say this is probably one of the
2: more powerful precons of all the years that we've seen. It's very good out of the box, and I wouldn't like. I, I would think it would be good against a lot of just regular commander decks, just with no changes at all.
1: Yeah. And that rarely happens, I think, with the commander decks. Usually the main commander has like the main synergy attached to them, and part of the deck is de- dedicated to it, and there are other legendary creatures in there that give you other options. In this case, Kadena really is the main commander of this deck and the one that you're going to want to run if you play it out the box.
2: So we know why you're all here. You want to hear about the cards you haven't uh, been told about yet. We're not gonna be able to go over all uh, 68 of the reprints. We're just gonna hit the highlights here, but we will have links to the full deck list in the show notes. So go to that more info box below this video and you can find that link and you can look up uh, and see all the cards. Just make sure you finish the episode first. Yeah, yeah, do that. Okay, so the first one is a card that you've seen has been revealed. I believe it was revealed by... Wait, let me look it up. Oh, it was revealed at Gen Con. Ooh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, so probably from somebody at Wizards. Um, It's Seedborn Muse. Yay! This, I just wanted to call it because it is a great reprint. It's not a cheap card. Mm -hmm. Even though it's been reprinted a couple times recently, it is very powerful. And, of course, perfect in this deck because you want your
1: mana open. Because your morphs, you need to flip them up. Yeah. Seaborn Muse, great card. It serves as ramp as well as just incredible value. Now let's talk about some ramp. Tempt with Discovery. Now this is a card that we've talked a lot about on the show and the politics of it and how exactly you're supposed to use it. But with this card, if one person gets a land, then you get two. If two people get lands, then you get three. And if everyone at the table gets land, usually around four people, you're going to get four total lands for four mana. So even four mana for two lands is great. And you could make a statement and an argument that even four mana for one specific land of any kind is very good as it's well. It's not the worst, yeah. yeah.
2: Though In the worst case scenario where you play this card and everybody goes, I'm not getting a land, you still get one Cabal Coffers or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cabal Coffers is not in this deck, sorry. But just as a card. What is in this deck that are good lands to maybe go get, though, is Reliquary Tower, mm-hmm. Bojuka Bog, uh Thespian Stage. Wow, that's fun. Myriad Landscape. Um, Ash Barons is another this one I don't know if you go get it with with Discovery but it's a good land that was getting up there in price a little bit right and so I actually think that this deck has a lot of good lands um, one of the great things about the way they built this and some of the value that comes with it
1: yeah the deck's synergistic across a lot of different areas which is great so uh, kudos for this whoever helped make this one come into completion
2: uh, so the next three cards are all ramp cards these are all reprints but they're all good cards and cards that I have in a lot of my commander decks yep there's Thran Dynamo, it's a 4-mana artifact, taps for 3-mana. Sakura Tribe Elder, this is kind of rampant growth on a creature. And then there's Farseek, which is kind of a, a better form of rampant growth in some ways because it allows you, as a sorcery, to search your library for a plains, island, swamp, or mountain card and put it onto the battlefield tapped. It's not a basic Mm-hmm. so it can go find shocklands, lands dual lands have lands things like that these are staple cards that go in a lot of commander decks i think Sakura tribe elder is one of the top three most played green cards in the entire format
1: oh right i actually think it is too and you also have cultivate which is just another classic get one land on the battlefield one into your hand um now let's talk a little bit about the removal reality shift a card oh, yeah. that has just gone up and up for me as it's gone past in time it's it's a blue Single target removal, exile spell. One in the blue to exile a target creature, and then its controller manifests the top card of their library. So they take the top card of their library and put it on the battlefield face down. Now, if you did this to yourself, you'd get a draw trigger off Kadina, Kadena, which is a little fun.
2: Yeah, that's true. You could do it to yourself, maybe, or even save a, tri- a, a, a Well, it doesn't well, save a save. creature. I guess if they're already going out, you know, sure yeah get a little extra value on the way out i guess that's a very underrated card and gets sees play in a lot of uh competitive decks because of how efficient it is and how it allows blue to do something blue's just not
1: generally very good at yeah and the upside for your opponent isn't i mean you get rid of their crazy nine nine indestructible for a random two two that could be a land
2: another cool card that's in the deck is great oak guardian this is five and a green for a four five with flash and reach and it says when it enters the battlefield Creatures target player controls get plus two, plus two until end of turn, untap them. Ah. I wonder what target player I'm going to pick. Probably myself. Probably yourself. <laughs> Great Guardian
1: is one of those ones that just gets people out of nowhere. And sweet in this deck, too, because you're liable to have a bunch of morphs out. Yeah. And then, boom, untap them. Well, speaking of morphs, good segue, Josh. Let's talk about the morphs slash megamorphs. By the way, Mega Morph is still one of the most bizarre names for a mechanic I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, so Morph, again, you can play the creature as a face-down creature for three mana. Special action at any time. You can flip it back up for the Morph cost. The first one is Hooded Hydra. I love this card a lot. X green green for a 0, zero creature Snake Hydra. Now, you can just cast it as a regular card uh, for X, and then whatever X is, it comes in with that many plus-one plus-one counters on it. And when Hooded Hydra dies, you create a 1-1 one, one green snake creature token for each plus-one plus-one counter on it. And it also has the morph ability. So you can pay five mana, three green, green, and flip it up. And it says on the very bottom, as Hooded Hydra is turned face up, put five plus one plus one counters on. This makes sure that it doesn't die when it flips up because it's a zero, zero. Also, it's it's
2: mana efficient in that way that you pay five mana on that turn, and it's a five, five. Whereas if you cast it for five mana, it'll be a three, three. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So I mean, you have to do the installment plan because you pay the three morph cost. Although with Kadena, it could be free.
1: I mean, the reason that we all love Cons of Tarkir Limited so much is that no matter what your mana looks like, you can definitely play play a morph on turn three. Yeah, because it's just regular mana. It's
2: true. If you don't have your colors, you're gonna be able to still cast morphs. Yeah, and nobody knows what you can what
1: they are. They talk about the ultimate deterrent at the table. Yeah. No one ever attacks in the morphs. If you Even have if five have... open mana, no matter what color it is, and a morph. Who's attacking into that? Yeah. It could be
2: anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of morphs that could be anything, uh, I wanted to talk about a specific card <laughs> that's in this deck. It has a special place in my heart. <laughs> Mine too. I saw it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Sagu Mauler. It's four green uh, blue for a 6-6 six, six with trample and hexproof. But it has morph for three green blue. 6-6 six, six, trample of hexproof. Josh, why do you like this card? Well, let me just tell you a little story really this quick. Is, yeah, this is a so we were at time. a GP and it was Cons of Tarkir, and GPLA. I was Yeah,
1: and I was playing um a G. This t- is the one and only time we played standard,
2: by the way. Yeah, we we were like, well, let's play the main event. So I'm in like round five, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm four and one, and I'm playing against another. He's a high school guy who's <laughs> four and one. I think we were four and one. You guys were trying to play we for day
1: two, basically.
2: Yeah, we were still in it, yeah. is all I remember. And then so I'm basically dead on the next turn. I forget. He's playing some kind of weird control deck. Mm -hmm. He's at 11 and has a Lanoir Elf out. (laughs) I have nothing, and I have a Teamer Ascendancy out, which is a card that says uh, when you play a creature with power four or more, you draw Draw a card, card and and it gives your creatures haste. Haste, yeah. Uh, Against him, I have sided in two Sagumalers into my deck because he's a control deck, and I thought the Hexproof was going to be good. So I'm dead on board the next turn. No cards in hand. I have... Lands and I think you have 12 the team mana. Are, yeah, I have exactly 12 mana. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where this is going. <laughs> I draw my card for turn, top deck. It's a Sagu Mahler. I play it. Trigger team or Ascendancy. Draw my card. It's a Sagu Mahler. I play it. He's at 11. With one toughness of blocking against With 12 toughness, twelve trample damage. So I top deck two Sagu Mahlers, attack four. 12 trample and win that game out of nowhere also it was they have hex proof so even if he had removal there was nothing anything. he can do about it and he did it. have removal he held up like a I forget some kind Something, of removal and he yeah. just showed it to me like sadly and I was like man I felt so
1: bad because it's not like I had a four of either I only have two in my deck so yeah. I love Sagumala forever now I mean, this is one of those tricky, if you you do not want to try and target it or even attack into it because it becomes a massive, incredibly hard to deal with creature. Oh, worst feel bad in the world when they go to remove it and you're like, flip it up, and it has expert. expert yeah, <laughs> and it's a 6-6. Six, six. It's probably going to go after you next. Um, another great card in this deck is the Den Protector, uh, The the... You know, what was the nickname for they have for this? The Maternal, Maternal Witness. Witness. Yeah. yeah It's one in the green for two on Human Warrior, and when it's turned face-up, you can turn return target card from a graveyard to your hand. It's got Megamorph for one in the green, so you play it for three, and then you flip it up for two, and it actually gives it a plus-one, plus-one counter. So it becomes a 3-2 Eternal Witness for five mana. So it's one of those installment plans again.
2: But it's, it's really good, because you can do it as a special action. Yes. Get... Get something out of your graveyard, maybe a counterspell or something, uh, or a removal spell, and use it right away. And there are ways in
1: this deck to flip it back over, yes, so that you could reuse it again. Like kind of like what happened in the Animar Animorph deck, yeah. that we played way way back in the day. Actually, we should talk about that really fast. This is a, a the morph commander outside of what Animar could be. It yeah. just replaces red with uh, black. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, people used to build Animar as a morph deck as sort of the only other morph deck now in the format now we've got two i think that's a great thing yeah all right so something that we're doing for all of the decks in c19 is we are calculating how much the reprints are actually worth so it's going to help you decide if you're a collector or someone looking for a value buy whether or not it is completely worth it so we added up all of the prices of the reprints at the time of the recording so this is going to fluctuate when the decks are revealed and they come out for instance today and adding them up the reprints came out to 97 dollars that's just the reprints, just that doesn't, the reprints. E- doesn't even count the new cards yeah kadena's gotta be worth a decent amount not to mention you're gonna get two other commanders that are foil in the deck and we usually see those minimum like three to five dollars each wow this is crazy so 97 dollars
2: just in the reprints that is great value yeah and you get the seaborn muse that's oh i'm buying the deck
1: <laughs> i mean i was gonna buy them anyway but yes yeah. now i'm more excited all right let's move on and talk about how the deck plays You draw cards, you draw cards, you ramp lands, you do everything that a commander deck wants to do so you never ever feel out of it. I think every time I played it, even though I I lost one of the games, I won one of the other ones, but I, I was still like, I'm still in it, I've got options, I've got things to do and having morphs gives you even more options. So I think it's actually fun to play but it's tricky and hard.
2: Yeah, I like what you said there though. There's always stuff to do and a lot of that stuff is tricky stuff because I could unmorph my mm. my stuff. I'm I'm often leaving mana open and passing the turn and keeping my options open, but I might have an instant or I might flip up one of these morphs and I have multiple morphs to choose from. So yeah. what am I going to do? And I like uh that type of decision options. It makes it really interesting and and makes it really strategical because you're fun like for your opponents to play against too.
1: I would think. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a really good deck and it can be explosive. It is powerful. Yeah, it's a fun one. I like this commander probably the most out of all of them. And we'll be talking about the rest of them coming up this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We're gonna be unveiling deck lists for all of the Commander Twenty Nine precons. This one's been a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. Make sure you don't miss it though. There's I think the discussion around these decks is going to be great. I can't wait for people to get their hands on them and play them.
2: All right. Our editors are Ashlyn Rose and Jake Boss. Special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer for the living card animations behind us and that start and end all of our episodes. We will see you tomorrow where we'll be talking about the next deck from Commander 2019.